Extra Points is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, and because you get your winnings fast now. Winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code EXTRAPOINTS so they know I sent you. Let's start the show! Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We have Scott the Grizz Holmes producing this mess. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Guys, big show today. Big shot Bob on. Robert Ory says agreed to be interviewed. Is it by definitely us. Big Shot Bob or Big Shot Rob? I've seen both. Yeah, okay. actually. we have to get. I to saw the both, but yeah. well, you use the alliteration, wouldn't you, Big Shot Bob? See, I think that's what happened. You had the alliteration, like newspaper writers, yeah. article headline. Big Shot Bob rings out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but if his name is Robert, I don't. He, I don't think he called Bob anywhere else. Right. I'm pretty sure he prefers Big Shot Rob. All right, we'll ask but him about like that. Like much nicknames, you don't get the pick. That's true, but it could have gotten a lot worse. I uh, gone a lot worse. Uh, he could have been big bust Bob if like three of those big threes didn't go down, right? I mean, it really it's a, a fickle world. We yeah, very true. Uh, the worst nickname, the most confusing one, is a- is Adrian Peterson being both AP and AD at the same time, and people trying to right. figure out which was which. The big news for Robert Ory is that uh, that he made that H silent. I think that was right. a good move very early on. Got a lot going on. Yeah. All right. So we'll talk to him about all those important things we just brought up. Um, U.S. Open quickly. I know it doesn't make any sense to say this because by the time you listen, it's going to be uh, probably vastly different. We have McElroy, although he had the worst shot of the first round and uh, threw a temper tantrum. He's on top of the leaderboard. Actually, he's tied with Aaron Wise, David Lingmurth, Callum Tarrant. I'm not too sure that is who that is. There's uh they're minus threes. There you go. Check four minus threes to top the leaderboard. We'll keep an eye on that. I have Lowry. I have a bunch of nonsense on uh, that tournament. Also, uh, Martin, you're going to like this. I think you're going to like this and check is the uniform. Uh, did you see the saints new helmets? I did. You don't I like did. them. I, I just check. You see these? I've seen them. They're, I've seen them. You've seen okay. them. I thought it was just this morning. Uh, it, I just I saw I just saw it come across this morning as well. Schefter just put it out this morning, but I wonder. And they say they'll wear them for I don't know anyone wear from one to seventeen games. I like them. They're they're black. I think I don't know if I'm in high school. I get off the bus. I'm intimidated by a team wearing that. Well, listen. First of all, they don't. I, as far as I've seen, the image that I've seen of Cam Jordan wearing it, uh-huh. there's no stripe on the helmet, and I don't like that. I think that I, I like I like most helmets to have a nice stripe. Yeah, what is it? It's little Saints logos like uh, along the top. Tiny. Oh, is that what that is? Fun I fact. Know, all right, that's right? called a Florida de yeah, Is that right? Lee. Yeah, that's that's fine. Um, okay, I, I back off then. They're all right. <laughs> They're little airplanes. You don't, but Martin is your team. You don't appreciate it. I, I prefer, I prefer a gold helmet. You there's do. Not, there's not a lot of teams in the NFL that have it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought the top, I'm pretty sure. Niners. But I mean, that's really, 
Those Outside are the two. Them, that old gold. It's a yeah. distinction to be made. Now, in Pittsburgh, the Steelers wear gold. A lot of people push back on that, including Wiz Khalifa and call it yellow, which may, in fact, be accurate. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, we have a similar identi identity crisis uh, with Mays at Michigan, right? But uh, I think the Saints are one of the few with a true gold helmet. And I would be cool if you style off of that. But I, it all depends. I mean, this is this is part of a whole, right? I got to see what the rest of the uniform. I guess looks like if they just if they just so. plop this on the regular home whites. That's true. I'm gonna be like, who, what team is this? I don't. I, I want to see right. a whole it's, new. It's polka dot the rest of the way. Fit. Right. Yeah. yeah. But Miss Spaghetti, you were like, oh, Notre Dame old, owns gold. Back off, pro teams. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of with Martin on this one too. It's like I I hate when teams default to like the white out or the blackout, and mm -hmm. I think the gold helmet does have some you know distinct character to. It doesn't look bad. Yes, it's hard to screw up, and that's why everybody likes it. I have asked any number of pro football players, hey, what would you do to modify your team's uniform? Mm -hmm. Invariably, the answer is go head-to-toe black. It's like, well, if everybody does it, then it's not cool-looking because everybody has done it now. The much bigger issue, why, why are we talking about this? When the much bigger crime that is being committed in terms of uniforms, uh -oh, names, and otherwise. I know what you're talking about. I saw this the other day. Well, I mean, I mean you know. Let's lean into it. Let's let's acknowledge the, the, exactly the atrocity that is lightning uh, the avalanche. No S's to be found so in is the this, Stanley uh, Cup final. I, I told the fellas, not that this would elude uh, uh, you anyway, but uh, they... Uh, I hesitate to bring this up because we could spend an hour and a half on this, but this is the fourth time in major sports that the title has come down to two teams without an S on their end. Oh, I didn't know it was the fourth. I thought it was only the second time. Maybe the second Heat, in NHL. Oh. The Heat and Thunder played each other about a decade ago. I thought, as far as I know, that's the only right. time it's ever happened. It's a disgrace. Uh, it's minor league jazz. You know, that's a, you don't do that. <laughs> And you're not, not having S at the end of your team. All right. Man. But here's here's your pal Clay Travis is belly aching about colonials, this and that. This is this this is my uh, <laughs> cause. Let him belly ache about colonials. He's not he's not killing anyone in the process, unless it's real colon. I don't know which kind of colonials. I'll say this. Uh your entire league, though, the NHL has it wrong. It's called the Stanley Cup final. Whereas everything else is the finals. Did you know that, Martin? I did, but why is it I the final? Like, I feel like they have it right, though. They do. Really? Have it right. I think exactly you have to right. go either no, it, finale or finals. It, it, I don't think it's you can go one final. final that consists of several games, right? It, come on, right. you just you they're just the Academy Awards me over unique. because I mean, they give out multiple. Right, they give out multiple awards. They don't give out the really? Academy Award. They give out one award. The final settles who gets the Stanley Cup. You see. Now, by the way, is, the fi I, I, is finale finale is uh, specific to one event, one show, one game. Final is a series of games that determines the end. Yeah. Best of seven final. I don't, I don't That's feel what like it is. thinking about this. I don't know. That's what it is. I don't know what to tell you. Also, maybe finale is just, you know, a Hollywood term to make people. too. Yeah, it. probably. If you just said final. So yeah. we got, we have to stop saying finals. Lightning huh? is a bad name. <laughs> we can all agree on that. What but the should much, the hockey the team in Tampa be The much worse one named, is though. Avalanche because there are there uh, avalanches have occurred many times here on the Big Blue Marble. Why didn't they just go with Colorado Avalanches? Why would you go with Colorado Avalanches? Yeah, you're that's right. that's 
Disgusting. All right. And it uh, is detracting legitimately from an otherwise glorious matchup. We're going to get to uh, that game one. We'll recap the final Stanley Cup final. I guess Avs won 4-3 in overtime. It was an exciting game. Uh, we'll get to that. But let's, uh, like I said, Robert Ory, big Bob, big uh, big shot Bob, big shot Rob. We'll get, uh, figure that out. Let's go game six tonight, though. Boston Garden. Again, they changed it to TD Garden. I get it. They need to make money. But that's the Boston Garden. Harry said the Garden, which uh, everybody got uh, upset. All the New Yorkers got upset that he says the Garden, referring to Boston Garden. Isn't that a Boston thing, though? Don't they call it? The Garden? I think they Yeah, but New Yorkers want MSG to be the Garden. Who came first? And then Adam Adam and Eve have their Garden. So that's actually probably the first one. Uh, their garden, but uh, Celtics minus three and a half two ten is the over under versus the Warriors. If you like the Warriors for the series, it's minus 400. The Celtics would need. Jeez. Wow. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. That <laughs> snuck up on me. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Uh, Celtics are three to one to win this series. They'd have to win the next two. Let's get right to our picks. I'm, you know, Martin labeled this the Sal special. I did not. Sal let in. It Both is sides. It is special to me. Minus nine and a half. You said it. Check. Take both sides. Minus nine and a half. I don't know. I don't know what to say. This is hit in 11 of the last 14 Celtics games. It's hitting 11 of the last 12 Warriors games. Uh, I like both at nine and a half. You get plus 460 if the Warriors take them down by 10 or more. You get plus 210 if the Celtics take them down. Maybe that's changed a little um, by 10 or more. But like I said, it just happened. I wouldn't uh, recommend jumping on this now because then people are going to get mad at me. But if you've been doing this for the month, keep riding it. You may have one more uh, shot at it. Uh, Martin, what's going to be your pick of the game? I, uh, I'm also doing, of course, I'm not. You, you, if, it's a fun, if it's a playoff game, you got to play the South Special. So I'm definitely doing that. All right. But Celtics are going to win this game by like 15. Hmm. Uh, the, Golden State has continually in closeout opportunities has just kind of laid down a little bit. Last time they were in Boston, Steph had to have what forty three, right, for them for them to win. And really, you can really kind of distill it down. If the Celtics have less than fifteen turnovers, they'll win the game. It's it's all about the Celtics on offense. And I feel like being at home, they'll they'll be a, a you know bro. Uh, Role players play better at the crib. Uh, they'll turn the ball over less. Marcus Smart hasn't been great, man, but I think you'll see more like uh, the Derek White and Peyton Pritchard in this game. So I, I, I'm not super concerned. All right. About, I, 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 I also have the Celtics because I have them winning in seven, so I'm going to stick with that. But so you have them big. I have both nine and a halves. It, it doesn't make sense, a lot of sense, though, to take the Celtics because Steph struggled and they still lost by 10. Uh, the Celtics did. I just don't understand Jason Tatum's game. Like, I mean, he, he didn't shoot until two and a half minutes left in the first quarter. And then the fourth quarter, he's been terrible on the road in the fourth quarter. He's shooting 11% in San Francisco. I think Tatum will have, I think I want to say, I'm pretty sure he'll have a better game, but seeing as the way he's played this finals, you know, it was pr- the proof's in the pudding at this point. I think Jalen Brown is going to be much better at home. Uh, he's, and, uh, and really, you know what? It's, Those guys play too much. They play 88 minutes. They play a ton and of it shows in the fourth quarter. Like, I don't know that you should forget how to dribble altogether, but these guys are exhausted. Sit them for the first two minutes of the fourth quarter where Tatum's not effective anyway. Like, what are you what are you losing out on there? You're giving Jalen Brown too much credit. He never knew how to dribble in the first <laughs> place. That's pretty clear from the first quarter on. Um, first of all, we got to give a shout out to, to my guy, Clay Thompson. Who knew? 
he has discovered. I don't know at what point in his life he figured this one out, yeah. but good for him. He is on the right side of, of the existence. One of the great pleasures here on the planet Earth is taking your bath in the Pacific Ocean. Did you see? Oh, I did he see went, that. Yeah. Oh, he went. He said he was born <laughs> anew, and he's absolutely right. I, You know I've extolled the virtues. Right. Of for decades now, since I first went into the Pacific, I don't know what happens. You go in there, and I don't know what the magical qualities of the Pacific mm. are, but somehow you don't just wash off the day's soils. You wash off all of society's ills, and you emerge born anew. And mm. so Clay Thompson was. Here's my concern. I will say this. Uh, round game one or two, there were people who were recommending he jump off the Golden Gate Bridge to take this dip <laughs> into the Pacific. And then what it what is, is. I'd love to go. And everybody's in on Clay game six. This is his moment. This is what he does. This yeah. springtime has been all about the biggest stars rising up and performing. Well, Jason Tatum. Let's see if he can uh, handle his end of things. Um, but I worry. I said on minus three to spaghetti, and I say it to you now. My concern is that maybe Clay is overthinking it, and now he thinks the Atlantic has the same properties, and he'll take a dip oh, there interesting. and punish himself and negate the magic that he gained from the Pacific. I don't believe that the Atlantic right. holds the same properties. So I'm going to avoid him. Boston Harbor and get hit with a, a crate of tea or something. Exactly. My, yeah. Stuff like that yeah, could yeah, happen yeah. to him and get over caffeinated and beyond. So I don't want that for him. I'm going to stay away from him. And I'm going with a basket is more. Is Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, let me say it again. <laughs> I got to get it right. My own dumb uh, thing. The, the basket is over half full three times for for these three players. Draymond Green going over seven and a half. Jalen Brown going over 24 and a half. And Steph Curry going over 28 and a half. Payout, juicy. It's not going to be uh, any seawater. It's going to be a lot of juice in your glass at the end of the day. Plus six, seven. Wow, that's pretty go. good. That's on Fandle. Do it. Fandle.com slash extra points. Martin, um, I, I, think, I think we made fun of... Uh, I think I went around the horn and had you guys guess Draymond's over under for points. And you guys like five, four, it was seven and a half. And he went over, I don't know. They discovered the pick and roll. Yeah, He went over at halftime. Oh, I think before, I think it was like four minutes left in the second quarter, but interesting. So I'll we'll go. say this. I, I don't feel good about Draymond green over seven and a half points tonight. No. Yeah. I'm not trying to kill you. I hear, no, that's I, fine. I, What's funny is that one cup. I, I, the, before game five, I had Jason Tatum at 27 and a half. He hit a three with like eight minutes to go. I don't go know how that didn't quarter, go over. Yeah. And he just sat <laughs> to get to 27. And then he just sat there and my parlay fell, uh, fell a half. That's a point what's short. weird about this team. Tatum doesn't shoot in the first quarter. He doesn't shoot well in the fourth quarter. You're losing like the best player on the floor. One of the top two players on the floor for half the game. I don't know. I don't know, Martin. I don't but, know why we have, we do have the Celtics, but I don't know why. Yeah, but I mean, because I well, first I think Tatum is going to shoot, but it really it comes down to him turning the ball over. Yeah, if he doesn't turn, the, if some of his turn like that was weird. They're just bouncing in the lane, and Clay Thompson's off to, to the races on the other side. Like that was very strange. He, like he, he's throwing the ball into the third row sometimes. Yeah, and it, it, I hate killing a guy because when you look at the numbers, he's leading the team in every, like every every reasonable stat. Right. Jason Tatum is is the team leader. Right. So he's like, he's the reason why we got here, essentially. But like, 
it, it, when you're watching the games, it's that the impact is not felt in the same way that you see like a guy like Steph when he comes and hits those two threes and it's like, boom. Like Tatum, what, he had like five threes in the third quarter, four threes in the, fourth, in the third quarter of game five. Yeah. And it was like it never happened when Jordan Poole hit that bank shot. In case this is the end of it and the dubs get over, uh, you know, I'm not taking you to task, Marty, because I didn't believe it. I said at the time at 2-1 Celts, I said, if you really are an optimist about your Golden State Warriors, Andrew Wiggins at plus 12,000 to yeah. be the series MVP is a fun bet. I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't actually put any money down, so I can't shoot my mouth off about that one. But all of a sudden, if Steph goes for like in the teens and Wiggins goes in the high 20s and they hoist uh, the Larry O'Brien. Doesn't Wiggins get it? I don't think so. I was about to say the By the way, it went up. So we last talked about yeah. this. is like 16 to 1. It's 20 to 1 for Wiggins. <laughs> Steph Curry is still favored minus 360. But go ahead. I Mark. was about to say the odds for that would be astronomical, but we actually have odds set for it. But, <laughs> it's like, but I just, because I think we'll have to remember about the NBA MVP, and I'll never make this mistake again. It's only voted on like by 10 people. It's not a consensus award. It's like 10 people. Del Curry's one of them. <laughs> the baby Curry's the other. Yeah. Maybe the, uh, did you see, did you see just on Del Curry, him and uh, Love it. his, his wife, Great story. The, the wife swap. Yeah. That's, really that's a wild, a wild, just in case people don't know what I'm talking about. Del and Sonia got a divorce. Very funny thought on Solomon, Missouri on Twitter. You know, he does not have the cholesterol for that to be outside, but you saw, uh, they, the people who they were now photographed at with, and I think it was game four. They're both, they were previously They were married. married to each other. Which is, yeah, that's just, I love it. It's just well, a lot of fun. It's, a, it's just a lot of fun. A reality. You want to talk about a fun know? bet? That's, that's, that's exactly what I said at the time. Check, I think Curry has to sit the next game. I think it has to be like huh. a Magic Johnson 1980 kind of thing. Where right. He wins the MVP, even though Kareem but. deserved it because Kareem was out game six. You know, I, I, I think he can't play at all because he still averages 28 a game in this series and Wiggins is at 16. So, I'll I, tell you, you can't this, make that up. Let Jason Tatum play the same way. The way the MV, NBA MVP voters yeah. vote, if Tatum and Brown and everything went the same way, they didn't play any remarkably better and mm -hmm. Steph just got hurt, he would still get finals MVP votes. Yeah. Because it'd be like, look what happened after after so. after he got hurt. The Celtics went uh, one, two, one on game seven on the road. Steph you. Curry couldn't go. It's a nice story. He's my favorite player to watch on the court, but I think it's going to be Curry. You know what this is? It's a popularity contest is what it is. <laughs> Ever since they gave Jokic the MVP on day one of the season, I'm done. I'm done trying to like pick the best, most valuable player on the court. I'm just trying to read the minds of those 10 people. All right, here's the thing to remember. This is an insane stat. I, I think I threw this your way the other day. The team that, when the final spread is six or less or fewer, however you want to say that, and which it is tonight, the team that wins is 73-0-2 against the spread. 100%. So don't bother taking the Warriors. Uh, sorry, don't bother taking the Celtics money line. If they win, they're going to cover the shit out of this game. Of the 75 teams, 43 were favored and covered. 29 were a dog that pulled the upset and three were a pick them. So that's it. That's my insane trend that doesn't get nearly enough uh, attention. 73-0-1. What were the 73-0-2? Spread is six or, or less. So 43 of those were favored. Don't worry about the spread. They covered right. outright. 20, obviously, the underdogs covered in one. 
Uh, and then two were pickums. It's funny because these playoffs to me, if you said what, what was the first game? I, I couldn't tell you properly, but in my mind, at least it is Jason Tatum finishing at the rim mm-hmm. against the nets about five and a half months ago, whenever these playoffs started. Right. And that was the only close game I can really remember. <laughs> Every other game has been a double digit victory. It really is unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to throw one more in there. Al Horford, most rebounds five to one odds on Fandle. Now, any one of four or five players, I think, could win this. I like him to grab a few. He's averaging 9.1 in the playoffs. That's kind of what wins this. Like, there's not, I, I know, like, what did he have? I guess, I guess Wiggins had 13 last game, but for the most part, eight, nine, 10 rebounds is the most. Um, you can win this bet with eight or nine, I think, at Big Al at a five to one. Now, if he's the Al Horford that's just spotting up from three, it just drives me crazy when I have him over rebounds. Like, oh, you just you should be getting that rebound on your own shot. It, it gets me sick. Right. But, you you keep yeah. looking around for in, right. in in the year of the Lord 2022. You're like, where's the beefy seven footer? Like, oh, yeah. nowhere. There's a, they don't have that on the floor. So Andrew Wiggins can control the glass with his athleticism, yep. the offensive glass. And it has been a difference in, in some of these games here. There you go. All right. NBA finals coming down to the wire. Don't miss your chance to score big on FanDuel Sportsbook throughout the NBA finals. FanDuel is giving new customers $200 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Bet the money line, point spreads, player props, so much more. We just showed you how to do it. Plus, combine your bets for an even bigger payday with the same game parlay like checks. Checks. What do we got? Draymond over points. Juice Brown over 24 and a half and Steph Curry over 28 and a half. You see, they're all the basket is over half full. Over half full. You couldn't do this years ago. Even like two years ago, you couldn't combine. It's like, oh, no, these uh, events are dependent on each other. FanDuel doesn't care about that. Go out there. Have fun. Sign up with promo code extra points. If you haven't tried FanDuel, now's the perfect time to give it a shot because the only thing sweeter than watching the finals is cashing in on all the action. Join today with promo code extra points. Turn a $5 bet into 200 bucks in free bets. Win or lose. Make every game feel like game seven. With FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, the official partner of the NBA. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break and then talk to Robert Ori. Big shot, Bob. Big shot, Rob. We'll get to the bottom of that in just a moment. All right, our next guest has as many rings as Tom Brady, and he managed to do it without ruining his life by force-feeding himself bone broth and avocado jello. You could see him on Spectrum Sportsnet and hear him on his podcast, The Finals Files. Please give a big shout-out to Big Shot Rob, Robert Ory. What's happening? Man, what's happening, peoples? Man, all right, man, let me just say this. Big fan, I am honored to be on your show today. Oh, we're honored to have you. And, you know, I was thinking about it, and I know uh, Dave and Martin will have thoughts on this, too. It goes Big Shot Bob, Big Shot Rob, I've heard. It may be the most underrated nickname in all of sports, Big Shot Bob. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty perfect as far as a basketball player named Bob would go. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it, it is. You know, I've had I had it for a while. I've had it since what ninety four, ninety five, mm. and then you get Chauncey Bullops to try to change it and put Mister on the front of his and call himself Mister Big Shot. Like, whoa, dude! Oh no, that's no, like no. saying calling yourself Mister Ice Man. <laughs> you can't just take someone's nickname. Well, you know? so so to be uh, fair, to be fair though, he was just trying to wash off the stink of having the first name Chauncey. You'll take any <laughs> chance you can, but right. <laughs> that, that, that that is true. That is true. But you know, it's always the 
Charleston and our friends, and I joke with him about it all the time. So everybody thinks that when I say that I'm, I'm shooting jabs, which I am, but mm-hmm. I only shoot jabs at people I'm friends with. Good, good. I, I, I mean, I, we, we shoot it all over the place. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, and you shot, but the thing is, though, and I'm not trying to kill Charleston's bills or anything like that. I covered him in Detroit for a stretch. You hit way more big shots than Charleston Bills. <laughs> like, if we're just objectively, just objectively in the annals of NBA history. You've had how many games have it? I mean, you hit a ton of big playoff shots where Chauncey Phillips didn't so much. Like you, how is it being known as a clutch postseason performer? Like as a guy who continually is just going to step up in the clutch. Whereas, like, I don't. What do they expect you to do for the rest of the time? <laughs> I'm curious. You know, it, it's hard because you get to points in your life where people won't leave you. Um, I remember after I left the Lakers, and we, played, <laughs> we were playing. Leave me alone playing, already. Yeah, yeah, we played the Lakers, and Kobe goes to Carl Malone and says, Don't leave Rob. He says, No, you don't understand. Don't leave Rob. He said it to him like four times, like, Kobe, go away, man. And the funny part is, Carl actually left me, but I missed the shot, though. It kind of rattled in. Oh, and it no. was real because it was the exact same spot where I missed the shot that cost me $6 million. Wait a minute. What was that on a, a one-on-one bet with the teammate? What was no, that? My, my last year as a Laker, we played in San Antonio in the finals and we were down uh, one or two and I missed the three at the end of the game. We lost that game, which was game five uh. in San Antonio. We were going to lose game six. I say that cost me $6 million because hmm. I had an option that year and the Lakers didn't pick up that option. I see. So I had to, you know, play for $5 million next year instead of six. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, that's funny. I, I do. I was trying to go through it. I, Big Shot Bob is just so perfect. I was even trying to 2022 it up. I don't know if it would be half court half court Ori or, or TikTok rocket or the, the creep from way deep or maybe OMG BOB. I think big shot Bob is still, still number one. I don't think we can I, get it. I better. think it is. Cause you know, only, only uh, Steph can hit half court shots with consistency. You know, I'm up on the line, making sure I knock yeah. it down. I, I think that that was the key to, to a lot of my shots is you look at a lot of these guys who make shots. They're like six feet behind a three point line. I'm trying to make the shot as easy as possible. I'm being <laughs> up on the line. You might have to look down and see if my toe is down the line, but I, I, I played it close to the line. So they say. would review it, it every single time. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sal and I actually, we were together when uh, we watched one of Big Shot That's Rob's right. bucket beater. It was against the Kings when he, uh, that bouncing one under the rim got knocked out there and you hit it there. But you, you touch on something that is fascinating to me. It feels to me like Steph Curry We've, we've kind of glossed over the fact that he ain't making 24 footers. These are 28 and 30 footers. How much does that ultimately impact Andrew Wiggins ability to get to the rim, create space and otherwise is it, is, is that as big a factor as it seems to me watching it on TV? It's a huge factor. You know, I, I played with guys like that all my life, you know, dream Shaq, Tim, where they call so much attention and it allows you to be open. And with Steph, everybody's worried about Steph. You know, and, and sometimes, you you know, we worry about Clay. So that's two guys you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. That allows Poole, you know, Wiggins and Draymond, all these guys to get to the basket with ease. And and, and you think about that. This is a guy, meaning Steph, once he crosses half court, you have to pick him up. Mm-hmm. And that means you're going to have bigs that are coming bigs. You know, we, they don't want to leave the paint. So now they got to come out of the paint. And it opens the court up so much. But the thing about that is, you know, we always talk about how great Steph is, but he's ruined it for everybody. Yes. Because 
Everybody thinks they can be Steph. There's only one Steph. There's only one Kobe. There's one even MJ and Shaq. And these people who try to emulate these and these coaches who try to emulate that, you're sick in the head. You think you can do that. These are generational players that you can't duplicate. <laughs> All right, well, okay. hold on. I got to ask you. Go ahead, Because yeah. we're talking to talk about the finals, we're talking about you know, only one Kobe, only one Shaq. Jason Tatum has been at, at least doing an off the court kind of Kobe dressing up like doing it. He's, he's sending texts to him and all this type <laughs> of stuff. Like, but, and, and he's kind of, and, and Kobe had ultimately had an incredible playoff success, but especially early on in his career, kind of had a little ups and downs before he got his footing, right? Is that what we're seeing out of Jason Tatum right now? Because he's leading the team in like everything. But when you watch the games, it feels like it's not enough. Well, let's, let's you know, let's, let's, let's slow down when we talk about putting Tatum in that category with Kobe. He's, he's, he's nowhere near slow that. Slow down, Martin. You know, he can dress like him and act like him. But, <laughs> you know, the one thing about Kobe, if you, if you really break down his game and you detail it, Tatum is doing a lot of things that he shouldn't be doing right now. He's driving and trying to get fouls which is causing him to have more turnovers than anybody in, in NBA history as far as in the finals. And you can't have turnovers. That's one thing Cole would do. Cole going to get a good shot. Tatum is trying to get to the hole, draw fouls. Like, dude, just pull up a little jumper. Learn from Cole. Cole stopped going in the hole unless he was dunking on you. That's why Cole had that little 15-footer outside the paint where he went right, fadeaway jumper. Mm-hmm. Add that to your game. You got the talent. But nowadays, these guys, they only do two things, shoot threes and drive to the hole. I do. Well, I want to get back to that for a second because it did. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. Like it seemed more special when you would spot up for a three than it is now because so many guys are playing, taking more threes. And it's funny, you, you, I've heard you in interviews say guys are better ball handlers now. They get to the rim easier. So why would, I mean, these are not like, you, you can't blame like the 12 year olds for emulating <laughs> Steph Curry's game, but these are like smart coaches who are just like, Let's spot up from behind the arc. Let's get our seven footer. That's how he'll get his rest. You know, Horford's been been good, uh, you know, behind the arc. But this is how these guys get their rest and they let it fly. And that's why we see like 10 for 41s in almost unwatchable basketball. And a lot of these are blowouts before, you know, before halftime. Like, what is the answer here? Do they move the three point line back or is this just a cyclical thing that everyone will figure out eventually? Well, if they move the three back, it doesn't matter because they still shoot it that far behind the line. And if you and it's, it's so weird when you watch these guys play and you watch the generation before that, the guys were on the line, mm-hmm. ready to catch and shoot. These guys are now three and four feet behind the line, ready to shoot because they know, okay, if I'm closer to the line, the defense is closer. So what? The defense is that close to you, blow by them, get to the hole. You know, that's yeah. gonna cause a defense to clap. You can kick it out to another three. And you get to the hole for two points. And guys are just caught up in shooting threes. There's nothing the NBA can do. There's just going to have to be an influx of bigs to come into this league and say, yo, I like Shaq, Tim type guys that are so good in the middle and refuse to shoot a three. Because, you know, you get, think about it. If Embiid refused to shoot a three, there's no way he wouldn't be the most dominant big man in the game right yeah. now. You know, and, and then you, it, even if, you know, let's take AD, if he can stay healthy. Stop shooting threes. You had the worst three-point shooting of your life out there. Stop doing that. Go where you dominate. And I, I remember so many guys in this league. Now, you, you can take Ibaka. You can take, um, what's the guy? Lopez. These guys was dominant in the paint. Remember mm-hmm. them? And all of a sudden, they want to start shooting threes. Lopez goes from averaging 24, 25 points a game to 13, 16 points a game because he wants to shoot threes. That is the, let me ask you this. 
We know three is more than two. But as a player, would you rather have a 26 or 13? Yeah. No, of <laughs> 26 course. on the inside is 26 points. You know, DeMar DeRozan to me, that's why he's one of my favorite players because he'll give you 50 and won't even shoot a three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we saw, saw that little of that from Jimmy Butler. We mm-hmm. love Andrew Wiggins' game at this point. It kind of seems like what you were talking about earlier. I just, and believe me, now that we go back on it, and I know you have this in your head, you, in today's game, it wouldn't matter if you missed one three. You would get that six million, and you might get six million <laughs> game in today's game, right? Like, I can't even imagine what numbers you would put up. Well, two guys, two guys who you got to play with, two of the all time greats at the five, uh, Shaq and Akeem. First, Akeem. Would Akeem adapt his game to what's going on now? Would he be a guy? He seems like he would be among the seven footers, have the ability to learn how to make the 24 24 foot shot. One and two, would Shaq be so dominant in the post in the way Shaq was dominant that he would offset this three point, uh, three point of Palooza that we see everywhere? Would it just be like, I go ahead and shoot your threes all day. We're just going to pound it into the low block to Shaq, and there's nothing you can do about it. At the end of the day, it's about getting buckets, right? If you don't get buckets, you don't win. And if Shaq's on the inside shooting 60% with twos, I'll take that any day. You can, you know, because you're going to have off nights from shooting threes, but are you going to have off nights dunking? I doubt that. Mm-hmm. And so, and you look at Dream, Dream made a couple of threes throughout the game. He could shoot threes. He could have shot threes, but why? He was so dominant in the paint, you couldn't stop him. So why not do what you dominate at? And I, I think, you know, if Dream would have adjusted his game, but I don't think he would have had to because Dream had to cross, so he had everything. Shaq, wouldn't have had, he was just been dominant in the post because there are no bigs in his game. You got Jokic, you got Embiid, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, there are no more bigs in this game because everybody's shooting threes now. And the bigs, okay, I'm sorry about Stifle Tower. I forgot about him. But I just think <laughs> there's been no way to be able to stop Dream. I mean, Shaq, if you take the guys right now that are playing, let's take who could stop Shaq on Celtics right now? Mm, nobody. Nah. You know, I, I know Harford is strong, but he ain't no Shaq. And we know Draymond. Draymond talks about he can guard anybody. You can't guard Shaq, though. No. I've seen, I've only seen one small dude that was able to guard Shaq, and that was the guy up in Detroit, Ben Wallace. And after that, hmm. nobody else could. It's funny. He's a small dude, Ben Wallace. I'm about to say. <laughs> so funny. I'd love to be small as him. <laughs> I, want, I do want to, off of Dave's state, you were teammates with uh, Dream, Shaq, and Tim Duncan. Start one, bench one, cut one. What are you going with? <laughs> Um, I'm starting Dream. Um, okay. I'm benching Shaq. Oh. I'm, I'm cutting Tim. You're you cutting know, Tim. It, wow. Yeah. It, because, you know, the thing about and that's hard. You ask me tomorrow, I'm cutting Shaq. And I'm <laughs> never going to cut Dream. Dream is always going to be on there. He's going to be on there some way or some form. And I, I, I it, it, it depends on who I am. You know what I mean? If, if I'm mm-hmm. trying to get tickets, because it's all about selling those tickets. Let's be honest. Tim ain't going to sell no tickets, but you're going to win some games. But he ain't going to dunk on people like Shaq. He doesn't have the charisma of Shaq. He's a, you know, it's certain draws that these guys have. You think about it. If they'd have had the social media, 
back yeah. when Shaq played at the half oh, yeah. day. Man, Shaq would be he he he'd been the first basketball billionaire outside of Michael Jordan. You know, he'd been he'd been racking up dope because he's doing it now and he's yeah. not even playing now. Right. He just what he did. He bought everyone the uh, the dinner in a restaurant. He picked up everyone's tab, left the biggest tip uh, anyone's ever seen. Twenty five thousand dollars. Some crazy. You're right. Every single day he's in the news uh, as it. Here's, here's a funny story about Shaq. You know how you always have the secret Santa when you at work and stuff. And our teams we do secret Santa. Guys used to be begging for Shaq to oh, pull wow. their name. Shaq, please pull my name. <laughs> Shaq can give you. Shaq can give you a car, a Rolex, a coin out video game. He gave like a twenty thousand dollar gift. The rest of us giving like three hundred, two hundred dollar gifts. <laughs> so everybody was hoping Shaq would pull your name. <laughs> now, now some teammates were not as generous as uh, Shaq, and we're all gambling degenerates here. And there's nothing I hate more than hearing about someone who doesn't pay their gambling debts. I know you told this story recently. Bruce Bowen, what's his problem? <laughs> well, Bruce is Bruce. Bruce is just Bruce. Bruce doesn't really have any problems. He's just okay. a big nerd. You know, he just wants to play defense. And I get this about Bruce. Bruce is very committed to his craft. You know, right. whatever he does. You know, I just did this um, NBA talk with him on 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 Twitter, and he's a nice guy, man. There's nothing I can say about Bruce. No, he's but just, what you had a you had a bet with him, right? That he didn't pay. He didn't pay off. Wasn't it Bruce Bowen? <laughs> well, it, it was just dinner, man. It's just dinner. Bruce. Oh, you could definitely Still. say something about that, though. Yeah, you can't watch on a bet. But you know, but I haven't seen Bruce in a long time. Yeah, of you know, course, he's thing. running from you. If it, so, it'd be the other way around, I haven't been to San Antonio in a long time. So you know, you know, the people in San Antonio got a little upset at me because I said that Dream was uh, ten times better than Tim Duncan. So I don't think I'm allowed to go back in that town. Oh, I see. Well, <laughs> even maybe. though I won him a championship in 2005, but they loved a Tim Duncan so much that I, 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 you know, it was such blasphemy for this, me to say that about Tim. So I, I love well, people in San Antonio, though. <laughs> your most blasphemous statements in certain basketball circles is the one that I agree with you about. I uh -oh. think the Akeem Rockets would have beaten Michael Jordan's Bulls. <laughs> and I know you agree. Oh, expand, yeah. expand on why. Um, because I played for, uh, I'm about to say pop, I played for, uh, Phil and I know how to feel coaches. And so I know when Tim was killing me in the post in San Antonio, we averaged like 35 points. He's like, we're not double team. One man can't beat us. And dream is the one man that could beat you. And I, I and, and people like talking about, Oh, you know, Michael Jack Jordan would have had 30 and yeah, dream would have had 40. And it's mm -hmm. a big difference because mm -hmm. they had nobody that could stop Dream. We had one guy that could literally maybe maybe contain Dream a little bit, and Vernon Maxwell. And you, we, if you can go on record, and Michael Jordan said this that Vernon Maxwell is one of the toughest guys to ever guard him. Hmm. And his second statement is that we had no one to stop Dream. And Scotty would have been, you know, I I had to fuse Scotty because back then I was young, I was athletic, I could guard Scotty. And so I would contain Scotty. We've been good to go. If I had to guard Scotty, we put Clyde on Scotty. I didn't put me on Horace. You seen what I did to Horace in '95. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen what I did to Rodman <laughs> in the '90 in '94. So <laughs> you know it wouldn't have mattered, you know, because we'd have had the upper hand because of Dream. You don't think I'm Bill calling Wennington, Bill Wennington? Yeah, I was just I'm telling say, him what you said. You don't think Bill Wennington <laughs> would have embarrassed Dream? I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> Bill who? <laughs> Uh, it'd it'd have been it'd have been a fun though, you know. You know, we always like to have these what ifs and whatnots and stuff. And I know for a fact, and, I, and you look at the history of, of of the times we played, 
Chicago, we have the winning record when I was with the Rockies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when I first went up in the building, you know, we had four guys in double figures the first time we played them. I had like six dunks in a game. They couldn't stop me because, you know, young, athletic, and Scotty, you know, was always trying to help off of people, and I was exploiting that. So I think we'd have, we'd have had a good time. Because people look at Robert Ory, Laker Robert Ory, where I only made like nine points a game, 10 points a game. You can the Rockets, I was averaging 12, 13, 14, 15 points sure. a game. So it was a different type of dude then because I had plays ran for me. <laughs> so when do you, I, you just talked, brought up Vernon Maxwell, and I have to ask, do you hate anything as much as he hates Utah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danny Ainge? <laughs> Does that count? Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. That okay. counts. You know, that's, but, you know, I don't, I don't even know why Vernon hates Utah so much. I, I thought it would be Portland for when he went up in the stands in Portland and I had to go up in the stands and get him. Wow. I'm like about to beat this dude's butt up there. But I don't know why it's Utah. I guess because, you know, Utah, back when we used to play, everything shut down at 1030. You had to have a special uh, permission to drink alcohol after 1030. So wow. I don't know why Bernie hates Utah so bad. There you go. I, I You know, you brought up one if, what if, and I have a what if for you. What if you were playing in today's game and Draymond Green was pestering you like he does everyone else, following you all around the court, trying to get in your head, what would you do? How would you combat his shenanigans? I would do the same to him. You know, it's, it's just so funny how the things that people do in basketball is things that they won't, they do not want done to them. And mm-hmm. Robert, to me, Williams is a perfect guy to get in Draymond's head. And, you know, I hate to say this, but if I was e I'm like, yo, F with Draymond. <laughs> Fuck with mm-hmm. Draymond. And, and, and because if he gets tossed, you know, that's better for them. They got nobody that can guard um, Tatum. They got nobody that can guard Brown. They got nobody that can guard Smart. Now you you got to play that game. As much as Draymond try to be an antagonist like he is, do it to him. I will be bumping him, elbow him, talking so much trash to him. Let's see how you keep your cool. Let's see, Mr. Cool. And and guys, you know, they, they're like, guys won't do that. I remember the episode where Draymond, you know, does Robert like this and Robert does anything. That's the time you get nose to nose with that mm. dude. You get nose to nose. You let him know, yo, dude, this ain't going to be easy for you to think you're going to try to punk me. And that's what Draymond does. You know, I've had that with Barkley. I had that with Robin. You had that with all the guys back in the day that tried that. You can't you can't back down. You got to get in their face and let them know that, yo, they call me all day. I'm going to be here 24-7. Yeah. Do you think of some of the, the juice has been taken out of that? Because I feel like when you were playing in the NBA, you got nose to nose and the threat at least was there that you might get, you know, your jaw rocked. You know, you, you know, when you're standing there, it's like, I might get punched in the face if I stand right here, but I'm going to stand right here because he needs to know I might punch him in the face. Yeah, but that, you know, that, that yeah. aspect is kind of gone. Lonzo said it when he was a Laker. He's like, ain't nobody fighting no more. I, ain't nobody, ain't nobody going to fight no more, but you, <laughs> you got to, you know, still let nobody, you ain't no punk. And you got to get nose, nose. And my whole thing is, is the, the crowd comes so fast. You, you ain't going to get off a good shot in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even if you get off a good shot, you know, hopefully you got that. You, you're not glass jaw. You're not glass jaw. You're going to go down. You just, you know, he's tossed you there, you know, but I'm not condoning fighting by any way, but you still can't <laughs> no dude just try to bully you like that. Yeah. Send Peyton Pritchard out to do it. Right. You don't want, you don't want uh Jalen Brown. To, you don't want to lose Jalen Brown, right? Uh, not Jalen Brown, <laughs> right. but you know, you can, you can use uh, the William kid, you know, because he's the only one. That's like to me. Right. That's strong enough and mean enough to take down Draymond. <laughs> right, you're right. One, one more thing. Uh, is it over in Game Six? Do you see this go until Father's Day? What happens? Can the Celtics I, I think, have anything in the tank? I think it goes seven. Even though you know, I, the Celtics have messed up twice in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, 
You should have you you had the, the Warriors on one day rest. You should have won that game because of your youth should have came through. But you took a lot of bad shots, had turnovers. Now you had another chance with Steph shoots the ball awful. You had a chance to win that game. Yeah. Now and now you go into Game Six at home, which I think the Celtics will win. But you know who knows? You know you got Game Six Clay, who always steps up in Game Six. So they're gonna have to come out and use that energy and play well. So I, I think it's gonna go seven. And and I I, I had picked the Celtics. To win it in seven, so I expected them to go up three one in order to win that. But now I don't know because you know that's why you play to get home court advantage, and you know the Warriors are really tough to beat at home. Yeah, I got one. I got one more question actually. Since we're talking, you mentioned the Lakers in passing, so we, we got to get in on that. LeBron is that you know Russell Westbrook, but the, it comes down to Anthony Davis, in my opinion. Does True. he get right? And get the Lakers back on track this coming season now? Uh, you know, I, I have no clue if he gets right or not, because I think a lot of the work for me when I was playing went in, in the offseason. It was training. Um, I had a guy by the name of James Cooper, and he would have me doing stuff. I'm like, what are we doing today? Hmm. You doing Miss Martial Arts today? Uh, what? Are you going to punch me in my face today? Oh, no. <laughs> it's so many different things that, you know, you have to train your body because you think about this in basketball. You you moving your body in so many different ways that you 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 get hurt sometimes. But if you're doing different exercises and different things, your body is getting used to those different motions. So I don't I don't know what kind of workout that AD does in the offseason, but I've said this and I said this before. Whatever he does, he needs to say, you know, scrap it and go hang out with LeBron. And whatever LeBron does, you do it because you know, think about it. LeBron has been healthy for 20 years almost until, you know, till someone falls on his ankle, you know, some crazy, some crazy injury. So you, you have to change, change the way you train in the summertime, because that's when your body gets ready for the upcoming season. There you go. Rob, I I got, I don't have a question. Mm -hmm. I just had, I have, I'm imploring this on on the behalf of me, a kid who grew up, (laughs) watching you hit threes and hearing and nicknames being shouted. I remember watching Muggsy Bugs. I asked him the same thing. Nicknames have gone. They're gone. You're on TV. I see it every, every, after every Lakers <laughs> game, you're on TV. Y'all got nothing good to talk about, especially after last year. <laughs> I need the nickname to come back. And you, James Worthy, y'all, y'all making quotes, you know, shoot threes, lift weights. Sw- and I, y'all, y'all go viral. I need you to bring back the nicknames, please. I mean, the idea that we're in the NBA Finals right now, and there's not one good nickname on the court. Oh, uh, Time Lord! What are you talking about, Marty White? I, 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 that's I'm sorry, that's still one, but that's <laughs> because he overslept. I mean, I'm saying this not none of it is because it's like you know what I'm saying. It's, it's all because of happenstance. It's not because of his, his exploits on the court or whatever you know, because he's so short or something. It's all. Be, I mean, I get it, but. The, the proliferation of the names has fallen down. And the idea that Rob Williams is he's like one of few. You know, it's, 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 it's so weird that you said that. Cause I never really thought about it. So these guys have to earn nicknames. You know, now they come in and they come in the league with, uh, you know, giving themselves mm-hmm. nickname. But I'm going to have to come up with some nicknames. Maybe I could, you know, collab with you and find out what we're going to call them. But I, I have Let's no do clue. It. What I want to call someone, man. Marty will pay you in sneakers. <laughs> he, has, he has some spare. <laughs> that, that's fine. So with did, me. I have <laughs> a sneaky suspicion that Robert Orr's got more shoes than I do. Actually, I don't. I don't. I don't. My son, my my son's always. We, we try with Austin Reeves and Hillbilly Kobe. So. Austin Reeves with the new big country. 
You have to come up with nicknames. You, man. you have the best nickname. What do you have to go out finding out nicknames for anybody else? You got the best. Don't 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 <laughs> make it a competition. You're uh, number one. Big Bob. Thank thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. This has been a man, lot of fun. Thanks for having me on, guys. Anytime you need me, I'm here for you. All right. Thanks again. All right. Big shot, Bob. I think he's going to be in our life a lot, guys. I don't know. I think I like we get him very every, much. Yeah. I think we get him every few months. Yeah. I think, Martin, you didn't like him? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's Why good. don't you like him? <laughs> I, uh, I I do like Robert Ory, but I, I do know this. If he doesn't, because I, I end up watching that Access Sportsnet Spectrum yeah. postgame show all the time. If you don't start busting out some nicknames. I know. We're going to have words. You're giving him uh, an extra responsibility there. He's got to carry the torch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, think about it. You know, he's not a Hall of Famer, but everybody knows who he is. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Everybody knows his nickname. I that, that's that, that's where the nickname has to. That's where it really has its essence. But you think it's his responsibility? I th- I would back off. I'd be like, I have a great nickname. If I'm Flavor Flav, I'm like, I'm not finding clocks for other um, musicians. This is my thing. Listen, whoever named Flavor Flav did a great job, <laughs> but I don't imagine that he was in the same position that Flavor Flav was in when he got named. If Robert Roy was still playing ball, right? Then sure. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, you know, stay, you know, why don't you just focus on, on what you're doing? Right. He's not playing ball no more. All he does is talk about it. All right. Now, so if you're going to be doing, if you're going to be up there talking about it, I need you to do what needs to be done. That's I don't know why you're against Robert Ory so much, but I want to advocate <laughs> for him. I think he hit the nail on the head. My friend, Bob Ory pointed to, to the problem. People are giving themselves their own nicknames. We're off the rails. You yeah. don't get that. That's We're out point. here losing recipes. <laughs> This is the problem. People are giving them to themselves. That's why people like us need to start. That's right. You can't. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely right. And people like him because he's on TV. You I mean, so, we most of TV them are kind of cool, but then you get your hot plate Williamses and that makes it all worthwhile. If you earn that right. because you're a man of a certain carriage who can't behave himself. By the way, you know what I've observed? You know, I think we haven't right. celebrated. Get him back on the line. I think we need to yell at him some more. We haven't celebrated nearly <laughs> enough that we are fully beyond the steroid era in professional sports. Have you seen some of the guys playing baseball? Have you seen some of the slobs? I mean, we saw Kyle Lowry playing point guard. Have you seen some of the heavy set fellas uh, you know, out I've, there on I've professional sports fields now? Maybe it's crazy. Meatballs could jump in. I go year to year. It just, when you go to the ballpark, it, they, I don't want to make it like I have a keen eye for this. The players just seem smaller. They definitely seem smaller from year to year. You'll see, uh, like, you'll see Puig in the on deck circle, like, oh my God, that's, uh, he shouldn't be on a baseball. I don't know what's going on there. But all in all, I, I feel they're small. And then, then you got Aaron Judge. Who knows what he's pumping himself up? Sorry, spaghetti. I'm no, sorry. but yeah, I've watched I've watched more innings of baseball in the last week than I have in the last three months. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't know this was a thing, but you're right. They they're fat. Yeah, they're pot they, bellies like a, out a, there. Significant amount of guys. It's softball with a little now. bit of gut going on. I celebrate it. They either that or, or they're, they're, you know they're super thin, wiry, like uh, and. Like that guy yesterday, Garrett Stubbs hit a home run for me to cash a parlay. He mm-hmm. got, he guy weight looked like weighs 190 seen pounds. Vogelback of the Buckos. Yes. Oh he, my god. I bet against him yesterday. Yeah. And I lost. Yeah. Him. That guy's a house. That guy's an offensive tackle. A house. He's a beanbag chair. <laughs> just saying, well, like he's, some he's, people live in a beanbag. No, I know you're both right. Uh, what about the fans? Two years ago, they was thin as cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. COVID was tough no. on everybody. So. Uh, NHL game one. 
That was, was a, a fun one. Stanley Cup time. final. I guess it's a final. Avs win 4-3 in overtime. This game went exactly opposite of how I thought. Uh, first mm. of all, I had the Lightning winning. Um, I figured the Avalanche would come out rusty after nine days off. Maybe Darcy Kemper allows a couple of softies. But no, Avs are house on fire. Vasilevsky lets in some cheapies. They're up 3-1. Tampa fights back. The Avalanche win in overtime. I think uh, Burakovsky was 18-1 to to score the OT goal. And just like that, Lightning are down one nothing. It didn't occur to me until the puck dropped. I in advance of the game, I I, I considered game one a stay away because of exactly what you're like. The eight day layoff or for the one side and the oh the other team was just playing high intensity game and everything. And, and then the Rangers beat the Lightning yeah. the last time we saw this. So I was like, ah, I can't, I can't. I took the abs, but it occurred to me about five minutes in. You could feel it, the energy in the crowd in Denver that Boy, if the Lightning win this one, this is going to be bad. Oh, sure. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Colorado. They there there would immediately be this air of in, in, inevitability. And when they tied the game, mm-hmm. I thought, oh my God, if the Avs lose this one, the series is over. And so good, good for them that they pulled it out. Um, because you know, and, and part of the reason is back to the Rangers v Lightning. Same same effect. You ain't going to get two softies like the Avs got in the first period off of Vasilevsky uh-huh. in, in one game very often. And I thought they're going to blow that. That's something you can't give away and still win the series. So good for them that they rallied there. And and my big takeaway is same thing as watching the Edmonton Oilers against these Colorado avalanche all time. Greats, Connor McDavid out there, you know, generational stars, dry same thing with Kucherov and Stamkos and uh, Hedman on the lightning and McKinnon on the abs, Kale McCarr. We are looking at one of the all time greats. He is going to be remembered as I think mm. Bobby Orr. And I mean, could obviously get hurt like Bobby Orr, but I think you're going to go down. It's going to be like with all respect to Denny Potvin and Nick Lidstrom and Brian Leach and, uh, Alf Samuelson. Um, I did that as a joke, just upset. Uh, um, you can't, I, I, I think Kale McCarr is so down. I mean, these are the the whole thing of 21st century NHL is, well, the skaters are so good all up, uh, you know, eight, one through 18, that there's no room for even the high end skaters. Kale McCarr skates around guys. These are the best skaters in the world. And he just skates around them. Like they're standing still. It's remarkable. To he watch. is now plus plus one sixty to win the con Smythe uh, McKinnon plus plus one seventy five. Kucherov, if you mentioned six to one, Vasilevsky drops to plus six fifty. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's that. And the abs are minus 270 to win this. What do you like for game two, Shaq? I'll take the abs again. You know, I think that I, I really do think that, uh, as I say, they're going to win the series. And so I'll, I'll continue to ride with uh, Colorado at home. I do. You, you could just feel that nervous energy, right? From you could feel it through coming through the TV that the everybody in the crowd knew it. Everybody on both sides knew it. That boy, oh boy, this is going to be bad for the home team if Tampa steals this one. I think now they're over their worst part of Interesting. the Interesting. I feel the they're other the way. Team. I know the Rangers beat them the first two at home. Uh, and this doesn't have the feel of that Rangers series. I just uh, and maybe it's because I have Tampa eleven one. I know Meatballs has them to win the whole thing. I think lightning win game two, um, you know, before that Rangers first two, they, it was April 8th was the last time they dropped two straight. Vasilevsky picked it up. He stopped 31 of 32 after that early nonsensical flurry. I don't even know what you call that. So I think Tampa wins the second one. They're plus plus one twenty five 
for game two. Martin, are you going to watch? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all in baseball. Martin's in baseball. baseball. All right. All right. Is, Prime, this is, get this it for is baseball. a dynamite matchup. Right, well, One thing I love with hockey. I've been having now. a lot of fun betting on baseball and winning, so I'm going to stick with it. Good for you. They go, they go, uh, so the three days between games one and two, but then every other day, I like it. I like the NHL schedule Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever they need to do. They get it done and they get it done quick. You know what the NHL does, right? Yeah. Naming these trophies. You got me on this thing with the whole final. That's right. Yeah. But they, 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 they yes, they, the president's trophy. The, I'm looking them all up now. I you heard like the it? president's one. Yeah, but that's, that shit, that, I like Lady that. Bing. I'm with it. I'm with right. it. Like the but for the most gentlemanly trophy. player. So it kind of fits. Oh, you won the Lady Bing. Yeah. yeah, you? yeah. You proud of that? <laughs> I mean, play hockey, fella. Right. But I mean, it's just, you know, it's like Eastern Conference MVP, Western no, Conference MVP, NBA Finals MVP. That shit is boring. The NBA changed that though, right? They they added like four names. Yeah, but they don't, they don't use them. They don't, you know what I'm saying? They don't, yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't know about this final thing. Uh, I do love uh, Big Shot Bob. He was great. Good to have on. Oh, race to 10 tonight. The degenerate trifecta and I were doing it one more time. On finals. What's that? We should have got finals versus final finals. finals. Yeah, yeah. He's busy thinking up nicknames. You put, you gave him a task. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to do so that much. That is important. We have the Celtics first to ten. Martin, you like that? I don't even know. We, we've gotten our ass kicked so many times this last five weeks. Celtics um, first to ten. I minus one thirty six. I know it's hefty for uh for the, the way that I feel like the Celtics action. have had some stinkers starting out. I could see. I see Steph coming out, and I know this. I think He's the team hitting, to win has one race to ten. The team that won the game won race to ten every the, the first five games. Mm, I think, really, yeah. But who the hell knows? That, that just off eye test, that feels right. Uh, yeah. But I think that's I, what I would be interested to see. How many? I think Steph hits like three first quarter threes. All I right. bet you could get good odds on that. Yeah, but I'd say that 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 gives me concern for your race to ten because he's going to come out and just jack on. Yes, if Tatum doesn't take a shot, I'm going to throw my TV in, into the street. I mean, honestly, what is this? Enough of this Tatum no, not shooting until two minutes left in the first quarter. I think that'll change. Shaq minus three. It's you. It's Hench. You got uh, another one coming up tonight, right? Yeah, we do. We're going to do that one right on the heels of Brad Spielberger from PFF. I didn't get into this line of work to talk about math, so I defer to people who are smart enough to do to indulge the math. Spielberger's the best with salary cap stuff. We get into Baker Mayfield, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, so on and so forth. It's a good episode. There you go. Martin, you will be with Mark Gunnels. Um, he hasn't mentioned that he was on the Andrew Wiggins train early. Uh, <laughs> he is really this victory lap. You better slow down. I mean, he's going to have and, and heart, that was the heart thing, I, I, I felt bad because the last time I was like, man, Wiggins played a great game. Yeah. And, you know, we, we started out the podcast hot and then he just went to, I mean, a place that I was just so uncomfortable. Why going. do I feel we're going to see three for 14 from Wiggins today? I mean, because it, I mean, it's just inevitable, right? It's like, right. I, and, the, and Andrew Wiggins is a great redemption story. It's a great move, but it's like, let's just keep it for right here. Yeah. We don't have to say that nothing changed between this Minnesota history. Like, right. Uh, Seems more like an Andy when you hear him interviewed and everything. Andy? Not so much an Andrew as I think he is it's an the, Andy. It's a Canadian. He's Canadian too. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's from Kansas. Kansas obviously had a great year. I don't know. I don't know. Just love his. Hey, you know, by the way, I'm sorry uh, to, to derail things, but very quickly, you raised your smoothie issue, which was a worthy one. Yeah. I, on my vacation had it upset. At least I don't want to say completely spoiled the thing, but very quickly, your opinion on this. I heard this with the sausage. I ordered on it. Yeah. I ordered at two different places yeah. in Lake Arrowhead. 
I order sausage. I don't bother to ask because because I assume I'm doesn't feeling- it say it patty or link? It doesn't say well, it on the menu. I, I assumed. I, you know what I did? I made an assumption. Can't do that. I don't know that they're more popular. Anymore, I would have like, assumed. Who wants a, who, a, a sausage patty? Why uh-huh. would you? Why as a restaurant assumed. would you do a sausage patty when you can just get the links? All right. So roll it up. Put a rubber band on it. You got a link. No, no, no. no I don't get the nice snap. What are you talking? No, roll it up. I feel like it, it's still a second rate hamburger rolled up. I want the snap of the link. second rate hamburger. Friend. Meatballs. Link or patty? Just yell it out. All right. Link, of course. Link is good. I know spaghetti. You said link. I know I heard yesterday, right? It's link without a doubt. Yeah, it's got to be link. Yeah. And it, it feels like it has a different taste anyway. Well, oh, it like definitely it, it has depends on what taste. we're doing with it. Like if I want a saltier, if taste I want like a, like a, like a, like a breakfast sandwich, like a, like a, no, that's bullshit. You're, <laughs> you're, you're whoa. enabling the whoa. sausage patty. Whoa. Get back. Who's First of all, what you will not do on this good program <laughs> is disparage the breakfast sandwich, which is one. I'm, I'm I, not, I do I that at least four or five times a week. Well, you just cut me off right after that. If I want sausage on my breakfast sandwich, the patty is going to be the way to go. If I want sausage as a standalone side, that, that's weird for it to be a patty. I need links for that. But if I want sauces as an ingredient in something that I'm making the McMuffin's whole, pretty great, Jack. You would just I, am, I enjoy it. But I like when people bring up this sausage patty jive as some justification for it. And it, it, it would hold water if there were no such thing as hot dogs. Unfortunately, there are. And we eat those just fine in between a bit, piece yeah. of bread. What, what, what the argument is this? And by the way, cut it long ways. That's it. Splay it out. That's a nice, uh, that's a better breakfast sandwich than the sausage patty. End of story. You can't enjoy a vacation. This was a vacation, but. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> My kids be. heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> They're here about it now. You live 25 miles away. They could hear it. All right. Uh, so been, there you go. Should have been in here like 10 minutes before we started when I said he was one of the most unique people and he dressed me down for 10 minutes. Can't say most how, unique. Yeah. There's not degrees of variation in unique. Well, can't modify unique. Either unique or yeah. you're not All unique. Right. Like, uh, right, well, you're an one. asshole. Oh, there's degrees of variation to that. Big breakfast, Bob's. Uh, take on this. I don't know. Uh, race to 10 tonight against the odds. Listen to Megan fun of sports. Very funny. The two Megan's Gailey and Connolly. You got uh, lemon pepper parlay with Martin and Mark, and they got hench uh, spaghetti and Sheck. There you go. Minus three tonight. And a reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember you're all my favorites. Enjoy game six. 